So what is going on, man? I am your host, Arsenio, as always. Welcome to a video, whether you're watching it on IG or the podcast version or on YouTube. Today is a day that should have been, oh, should have happened about a month ago. And it's about the writing and the grammar upper intermediate course. Oh my God, I'm finally getting ready. I'm finally getting around to this, right? Especially in regards to the pre-intermediate writing. There's so many other videos and things that I have to do. But man, I wanted to give you a nice little update with this bad boy. It is officially finished. It has been for a while, but the thing is, I really didn't post anything about it. So it kind of is my fault. I do apologize. Assume me. So for all of you that do not know, all of my wonderful TOEFL students, okay, all of you who follow me on IG, and I love it because IG is such a profound community now because I have so many responses and so many people who follow me. Uh, you have been told that the grammar intermediate and the writing skills intermediate courses were very TOEFL related because they focus on the introductions, you link in your paragraphs, using discourse markers, using modal verbs of uh what is it of obligation to form your introductions how to formulate your conclusion all the good stuff that really gets you away from the template gets you away from the tst prep gets you away from the TOEFL resources and gives you the competency so that you don't have to rely on things such as that you actually develop a skill that is required for you and your future Okay, because let's face it, people, when it comes to, of course, like for a lot of my people out there who follow me and a lot of my students are dentists, when you end up writing reports and you have to communicate with staff, not everyone is going to be Spanish speaking. You're not only going to have, you know, Spanish speaking patients. You're going to learn, you're, you're going to have to learn how to present and communicate and write and do a number of different things in English. So with that being said, going back to TOEFL, going back to the grammar and everything, I gave this course to all my students uh, at the very beginning. Again, obviously with the 10-hour package today and in the, the new year prices, you're still able to obviously get uh, the two, cor uh, two courses for free. And I always offer these, but today is the upper intermediate. So what does it entail? Well, let me give you an, let me first tell you this, okay? Because a lot of you are following me for the first time. So you got grammar and you got writing. If you learn grammar by itself, without the writing aspect of it, you're not going to remember any of it. Because listen, I could learn Thai grammar. Oh, yeah, but Thai actually just has one tense, which is really cool. I could learn Spanish grammar, but if I don't put it and use it in context, then what is the point? This is why I ended up making a combo course such as the grammar and the writing. And I'm going to be introduced to reading vocabulary coming up soon this week. So make sure you stay tuned. But when I introduce these two, because they go hand in hand. So you're not only learning discourse markers because so many people could use the TOEFL. And again, my audio, what is the coaching is coming up tomorrow. So make sure you tune into that. But a lot of students will say, let, like, let me give you an example. I've said this already. Some people like to, work, uh, to eat at home. Some people like to eat out. What do you prefer? They sing the same discourse markers all the time. What do they say? Well, I prefer eating at home for several reasons. The first reason is because this. Uh, in addition, uh, also, however, and the thing is, however, they only follow it up with about four words. You see what I mean? And the course, in the intermediate course, it talks about using discourse markers as a way of obligation for your introduction. All right? And this is exactly what this upper intermediate course is going to entail. So, for all of you out there, let's break this down, all right? 
there are a number of different things. We got reflexive pronouns. There are adverbs to hedge the, the strength of statements, which is pretty awesome. The gerunds and reduce clauses, okay, which are very, very important for a lot of people out there. The future passive. This could be used for future predictions and stuff like that, which you're going to be getting in the writing also. Use the conditionals, not only the if conditional, we're talking about the conditional two, the conditional three, the mixed conditional. You're going to be able to use provided and unless in your writing. I'm going to be showing you that lesson, both in the grammar and in the writing skills coming up shortly. Then you got the present perfect continuous unreal conditionals in the past, defining, my favorite, defining and the non-defining relative clauses and the future perfect. So each of these lessons have things for you to click on and, you know, do some exercises. You submit them to me in the comment. I get the email. I get to follow up saying, hey, great job. Hey, got to fix a couple of things. And then we go into the writing aspect of it. So I'm going to hurry up and rewind and tell you again that I want to give you an example of obviously the, I got totally lost already. The, oh my God, where is it? The provided and the unless. There it is, obviously. Okay, so here we go. To give you a nice little breakdown of this, obviously there are a number of things that you're going to rewrite. There are sentence things that you have to, you know, sentences that you have to choose from. But to give you a nice little breakdown of what this is, unless means except if or only if. And so then I give you an example such as initially, Unless he could gather proof, his theory was unlikely to be accepted. This can be very easy based on how you change it for the integrated essay, right? So unless they were to show evidence in regards to what has happened in the past, in past extinctions, it is unlikely to be accepted. See, you're also learning about future gerunds too. This is what I love so much about it. Now, if we go into furthermore, unless it is well-managed, it could also result in panic and the closure of public services such as schools. So this could be in regards to, let's say, a pandemic. You see how we use this? See, unless is except if it is well-managed, okay? So that means if it is well-managed, this won't happen. If it is not well-managed, this is the negative outcome. You see what I mean? So that's the grammar aspect of it. Right. And then we go into, obviously, the uh, I thought I had it already. Yep. As a matter of fact, I do. So let me give you an example of effects of hand washing. I have a prompt for you. How important is it to teach children about how diseases are transmitted? Now, this isn't because the whole pandemic. This is because you are going to be given things in regards to children, the prompt questions, disease, which is going to be about health. It could be about environment, a number of different things. So if we actually break this down, right, and look at provided and unless, the effects of hand washing. Provided good hygiene is established at a young age, it can be effective in reducing the breakout of disease. That sounds like a thesis to a body paragraph. Or I could say, unless children do this before eating, they have significantly increased chance of being infected. That could also go at the end of a paragraph. And I've been breaking down a number of things that I'm going to be posting more videos that I did with Marie Kama in a training this morning in terms of the layout of your paragraphs. It means all the difference in the world. So basically, if I could go over, obviously, what the writing course entails and whatnot, if we look at 
what each of the units consist of, what it comes down to is three different types of things. You have a writing model, which is a model of what I'm going to explain to you, the writing skill, and then you have a writing task, which always consists of an essay that you have to submit to me. So for those of you who aren't taking TOEFL, this is also still very good for you to take. Does that make sense? So if we look at a writing mo uh, model, how to organize and edit your ideas. I give you an essay prompt. I write down a couple of other things and then you have to add, uh, what is it? You're going to answer some of the questions at the end. And you also get a phenomenal, you get a great idea on and structure how to link the ideas, the sentences and the paragraphs. This all just benefits your writing and takes you up a notch. So I was actually challenged at the very beginning with one of my uh, students, Soleil Acevedo, okay, Venezuelan. She's probably going to be watching this video. Love her like I do my next breath. And she said, listen, I want to continue practicing, continue practicing regardless of the TOEFL outcome. Like I said before, the state of Washington ETS is pure trash. The best place to go is to L.A., LA has the best ETS centers because they actually give out very favorable scores. All right, Washington, the state of Florida, Virginia, trash, trash, and pure trash. Okay, but let's go back to it. Now, go into this writing module and what it, you know, what it actually entails and whatnot. What you have is in the grammar, after you finish, let's say the unit one, you go over to the unit one and write it. So if I were to go back to the grammar and at the very beginning, it talks about reflexive pronouns, then what's going to happen is when you're finished with that unit in grammar, you go over to the writing, you check out unit one and you have three entries within the module. And the first one is the writing module on learning how to write reflexive pronouns to show relationships, then techniques for brainstorming. This could be in your journaling, if you're having difficulty generating the bedrock ideas, which I preached about so much. And then obviously writing tasks is gonna be a short essay about personality. And that short essay is in conjunction with what TOEFL IBT does ask you. So there are some times where, you know, you get an essay prompt saying, does the identity, uh, do you agree or disagree? Identity changes throughout the course of a lifetime or whatever it may be, boom, see? All of this is relative to TOEFL, and this is relative to everyone else who is looking to just practice their right team. Got it? I'm very happy that I finally got out here, and I explained to you in detail what these two courses comprised of. Again, for those of you who are at my actual students right now, the course is just $25 per course. And for those of you who aren't my students, it's $50 per course. All right, so if you have any other questions in regards to this specific course, you just let me know. And until then, people, <laughs> you already know who I am. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for the live that's going to be coming up. I'm literally trying to, you know, stop this, which is, anyways. All right, stay tuned for the live that's going to be coming up tomorrow morning if you want some free TOEFL IBT speaking question one coaching. And until then, I'm your crazy host, as always, over and out.